welcome to Troll Black TV's weekly podcast where we feature the world's most extreme athletes. This week, we're featuring Nick Lamb, who just won the Titan of Mavericks competition in Half Moon Bay in Northern California. For those that aren't familiar with the Mavericks, let me put it this way. The Mavericks is one of the most feared surfing areas on the planet. Surfers have died here, and Nick has lived to talk about it. Nick, welcome to our show. Hey, Nick. Dan Goodwin here with Trouble Black TV. Hey, how you doing? Real good, real good. Hey, thanks for agreeing to do this interview. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I forgot about you guys. <laughs> welcome to our show, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for having me. First of all, congratulations on your historic Mavericks win. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. It's very nice of you. Yeah, that's been a long time coming. I mean, it's been a it's been a long road. It's been a lot of hard work. Um, it was just uh, it was great to be a part of. And congrats to all my competitors and cartel management who put on the event. Uh, it was great to see everything come together like that. Yeah. You started competing at the Mavericks when you were 14, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's when I um, first popped out there. Was that like the youngest ever? Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm sure it'll get beaten soon enough, though. I'm sure of it. How old were you when you first started surfing? Um, I've been in and around the ocean since I was about four or five. <laughs> I could just see you. <laughs> Were your parents into surfing as well? Yeah, my father was a surfer, so he always had us down by the beach in the water. So, uh, how did you train for the Mavericks at 14? Um, well, at 14, you don't have much training in anything. <laughs> but, um, like I said, you know, I've been in and around the water and the ocean since I was four or five years old, so it was an accumulation of years coupled with um, a mad obsession over the lake. Did you feel you knew the complexity of the Mavericks then at 14 as you do now? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I think it's something that can't be figured out easily. I think it takes time and um, experience. What priority is surfing in your life? Um, the ocean, in general, is a very large part of my life. It's very much one of my primary priorities. Um, it's rejuvenating. It's something I've always been in and around since I was, like I said, a very young child. So it's um, it's a major part of my life, absolutely. Now, what moment did you decide to devote your life to surfing? Probably since I first stepped foot in the ocean at ages, you know, at a very young age. Three, mm -hmm. four. Do you remember that moment? Um, you know what? I can't say I remember it clearly, but I remember being in and around the ocean and something clicking and just being gravitated towards it. Yeah, was it, was it like a spiritual calling, you think? Sure, you can call it that. Being from Santa Cruz, do you feel that gives you a distinct advantage over other surfers when you compete in the Mavericks? Um, growing up in California, in the Bay Area, in general, that wave is accessible. So if you were 
obsessed with it like myself from a very young age and put in the time up there, I think uh, it would give you a significant advantage. Do you think that's the case when you compete somewhere else? Um, yes and no. Competing and winning is it's not one-dimensional. It's coupled with a handful of things. Like what? Um, well, I mean, in simplest form, you have your, your physical and, and your mental and your spiritual, and if all those things are aligned, intact, and you've put in the work and you've put in the time and the blood, sweat, and tears, it's kind of like a balance of the universe, you know what I mean? I know training plays a huge role for you. What is your training like now? My training, I feel, is the best in the world because I work with the best in the world and he works with the rest of the best of the world. So I train at um, Speed of Sport with Nick Kersan and I feel what what he's doing in the physicality industry is the future. Take us through a typical routine. What what is that like? I couldn't because none of them are typical. Interesting. What would be an exercise that, uh, if you were going to name three exercises that would be key to surfers, is there, do you have three that you think that you could share? Yeah, I, I couldn't even answer that because it all depends what you're trying to do out in the water and your body type. There's, for, there's different answers for different people, different things tailored to different people. Different, thing works, different things work for different people. It depends on what you're trying to do and where you're at with your body. Do you practice holding your breath? Sure. How long can you hold it for, you think? Um, I think I can get near five minutes at a static best. That's quite a long time. What's the longest you've been held under, you think? I have no idea. Were there any moments that you thought you were going to drown when you are being held down? Um, you know, that's always a possibility going into this business, but um, again, it, it goes back to your confidence, where you're at physically, mentally, your preparation, what you think and know you're doing out there. Now, you got held down in uh, this Mavericks competition like two or three ways. What was that like? Look, everyone falls. Oh, absolutely. What matters is what you do after you fall. We're surfing Mavericks. We're trying to balance essentially on the ocean one of the most difficult waves to ride that we know of. What makes it so complex? Um, well, the underwater features, how long the swells travel, how it magnifies due to the underwater features. Again, it, that's the correlation of things. That's, that's weather and oceanography. How do you deal with fear? Is there a particular technique you use to quiet your mind? You know, that's a good question. It's something that I, I feel, I mean, I'll say this. I believe that everything you want in this life is just outside your comfort zone. I couldn't agree with you more. So is that what draws you to the big waves, putting yourself in the uncomfortable zone? I wouldn't say that's one thing that draws me to it. Again, it's, it's the ocean as a whole. I'm drawn to the ocean drawn to pushing myself and putting myself in positions where, again, 
fear may come up, but it's courage that will get you past it. And growth is on the other side. So, is there a particular technique you use though when you're in a situation where you can feel that coming on? No, it just comes naturally. What's your greatest fear? Mavericks. <laughs> Mavericks. And it's everyone else's too, I feel, that knows. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, from every video I've watched um, of the guys surfing and competing, they're all saying the same thing. Yeah, it's understandable. Well, you know that saying, live to fight another day, or in your case, live to surf another day. Have you ever not gone out because you thought the waves were too big? No. Do you ever wear an inflatable vest? Yes. Have you ever had to use it? Yes. What was that like? Experiencing technology. You feel like it saved your life? Um, no, but again, you know, that could be argued. <laughs> you know what I mean? How, how would you know the answer to that question? How would you compare the ways of Mavericks to Jaws or Nazare? Oh, again, yeah, completely different. Um, let's say oceans there for those two, and um, again, different different weather patterns on the Earth, different underwater oceanography, and in, in its simplest form, because you can you can honestly talk about the differences all day long. Which do you believe is more dangerous? Yeah, so you know, again, it's one of the beautiful things about the internet. Everyone has an opinion, but Anyone who knows Mavericks knows that any time that it breaks, it is potentially life or death. So knowing that, it should be respected. You know what I mean? A few years back, uh, Maya almost drowned at Nazare, and she got a lot of flack from the community. I was just curious what your thoughts were about that. Do you think yeah, women she didn't get any flack from me? I think it's admirable what she tried, and it was incredible that Carlos was able to save her. The fact that anyone could say anything negative online just goes to show you people online just put their energy in all the wrong places. But again, that's one of the great and worst things about the internet is everyone has a voice. And she went back and surfed the wave, so that's that pretty impressive. I know that uh, they're talking about uh, women competing in the Mavericks next year with you guys. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, look, the criteria is the same for everyone. It's very transparent. It doesn't matter your ethnicity, your genre, preference, race, color. It's all the same for everybody. Um, I think the women are pushing it, uh, and I love to see the progression in their sport. And I think that they will be competing out there soon enough. We're seeing the same thing happen in all the other sports. Yeah. Um, however, I am not sure. But I, again, I don't know if they will be competing directly against the guys. So they may be competing in different heats on their own. Yeah, because I don't. I don't see how that would be. I don't see how that would have work. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Yeah, I, th I think that they, the girls would have their own heat. I think that, then again, you know, I don't know. I don't know anything about what's going on, so. But I think that that's where it's headed. 
So how do you know when you're in a competition like that, which wave to take? Is it just a gut feeling you get? No, that's, that's experience and knowing the waves. Your body just doesn't, doesn't just get a feel, you know. What do you think you're best at, big waves or tricks? I've seen you do some pretty amazing tricks on smaller waves. Oh, nice. Thanks, man. Some of the tricks I've seen you do remind me of the, the tricks we're doing on snowboards. It's just pretty oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love small wave progression. Uh, you know, again, it like, it, it started in small waves. I, 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 I love the ocean. So, you know, I love all waves. So, um, yeah, I definitely love the surfing small waves and getting out there and doing some small wave progression, aerial surfing stuff. It's fun. Do you think we'll see that happen, those kind of tricks on bigger waves? I think that's possible. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought when I saw you doing that. I'm going, I wonder if that's his next step, is that he's going to start doing those tricks on the big waves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> it would be pretty cool. Definitely. So what's next? I hear Nazareth going off. Do you have any intention to go in there? I do. I do. I've been keeping a close eye on it. Looks like there's still plenty of, um, plenty of energy in, in, in both oceans. So, uh, we're keeping an eye on all those coasts. Right on. Well, we're going to be looking for you. Do you have any words of inspiration you'd like to share with the Turtle Black community? Yeah, I'd say go and check out Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Is that a person? Yeah, it's the Iceman. You don't know who Wim Hof is? I've heard the name. I just haven't been following that. Oh, my. Well, lucky you. Check him <laughs> out. Wim Hof. Well, we're definitely going to have to check him out. Beautiful. Hey, well, thanks a lot, Nick. I can't thank you enough. You've truly been an inspiration to all of us, and just talking to you makes me want to watch Chasing Mavericks again. <laughs> Great movie. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the time. You got it, man. Good luck to you and be safe. Okay, likewise. Bye-bye. Well, that was definitely not your typical interview. There are so many takeaways, I'm not sure where to begin. But let me just start by telling you who Wim Hof is. Wim Hof holds 20 Guinness Book World Records for standing extreme temperatures. But here's one of the best takeaways. As Nick Lamb shared with us, fear may come up, but it's courage that will get us past it. And its growth is on the other side. Think about that for a moment. Until next week, my friends, this is Dan Goodwin with Troll Black TV, your entertainment source for extreme sports.